Welcome to Paranormal Night Shift, your home for all things that go bump in the night and your fan stories told here. Today's story comes from a fan in Australia and is called Seeing is Believing. Buddy Raymond was very much so a no-nonsense kind of guy. There was no gray in his rule book. Everything was black and white. He was an alpha male, and if he couldn't prove it, then it never happened. That's why I was so surprised one night when we had a couple girls over at a party, and the question came up, do you believe in ghosts? Raymond very sternly said, yeah. I looked at my friend off-puttingly because this is a guy who always tells the truth, very by the book, and he's believing on this hocus-pocus fairy tales? He said, absolutely I do, because I've seen it and I know it's real. He continues and proceeds to tell me this story. When I was younger, the house that I grew up in was haunted and everything seemed to target me. I'd have these horrible, vivid dreams of somebody trying to hurt me, like I was falling or something was trying to chase me. I could never get away from it. Night terrors is what the doctors told my mother it was, but she knew there was more to it. I'd always have unexplained bruises or scratches, cuts on me, claw marks is what it looked like. But as a baby, I couldn't communicate any of it to my mother. I couldn't say anything to her. The older I got, the more I became aware that something was just off. Something was just different. There was something happening that my mom and dad just wouldn't tell me. When I could communicate what I was seeing and what I was going through, my mother started asking me about my dreams every day. I'd get up from sleep and she would ask me, what did I see? What did they say? What happened in your dream? And I would tell her I was being chased by a woman. She wanted to hurt me. I fell. Things like that. The dreams were so vivid, but I never really understood what was happening in the dreams. My mother would keep a, a journal of everything that I told her. And then before bed, she would always pray and put salt around my bed. I knew she knew something. One night, my mother was having to work late. She didn't want to, but she was held up. I fell asleep without the prayer, without the salt. No salt, no prayer, and it was the worst night that I had ever had. The dreams were so vivid. I was sweating. There was a woman trying to chase me, but she had caught me this night. I woke up screaming, thinking that it was just a dream, but then she was there, this, this witch sitting on the end of my bed cackling her long fingernails her yellow eyes she had yellow eyes and razor blade teeth I, I i screamed as loud as i could i woke my brother up my older brother slept in the same room with me my mother insisted on it even though he was five years older than me she said that he had to stay in the room with me he saw her get out of here witch he lunged at her and attacked her he physically had her in his hands her long, blade-like fingernails scratched at his face, gouged at his eyes. He was bleeding. He was bleeding. I was in fear for my brother's life. I was in panic, but I, I had nothing. There was nothing I could do to help. I looked next to my bedside table and, and the salt, the salt that my mother had kept there that she'd always put around my bed was sitting there. It was the only thing I could think of. I grabbed a handful of the salt and, and threw it on the creature. And now my father and sister had ran upstairs into our room. My brother said something to them. He said, it was her, she was here. Who was here? The witch, the witch is here now. Then my mother and father told me this story. There used to be a witch who lived across the street from us. We didn't know how to stop her. Your father and I went to several different priests and several different medicine men. 
shamans, everything that we could to learn what we could do to combat her energy because she used to attack your brother the same way that she attacked you. When she passed away, it, it finally stopped, we thought. And then you were born and it all started back up. We don't know how to make her stop, but because your father and I tried to fight her in her life, she's trying to fight us in her afterlife. I didn't know what to say. I saw it with my own two eyes. And my brother, my older brother, he said it was her. He saw her as well. He dealt with the same thing. He knew who she was. That was the end of my buddy Raymond's story. He didn't tell me anything else about that, but he said that that's what he saw. Again, a guy who always walked the straight and narrow is setting me telling me these stories about witches and curses, and I didn't believe any of it until Raymond got married and I finally met his brother. Raymond's brother was the best man at his wedding. I had never met him before, but he was wearing sunglasses inside. He finally took his sunglasses off and I saw it, a huge scar right above his eye that looked like a razor blade had cut it. I had nothing to lose at this point and I remembered my buddy Raymond's story, so I asked his brother about the scar. He looked at me and looked at Raymond and said, it was the witch.